Hello and welcome to Age Space Money, the podcast that gives you insight, ideas and perspectives on elderly care and finance. I'm Annabelle James and I founded Age Space, which is an online community for anyone looking after or supporting their elderly parents. And I'm Jason Butler. I'm a financial wellbeing expert and author of Money Moments, Simple Steps to Financial Wellbeing. In this episode, we're going to be talking about financial organisation. Do you know, Jason, it's a subject that I know in 54 years, I've never done any financial organisation. Well, do you know what I'm surprised by? You know what I'm really surprised by, Annabelle? First of all, that you're 54. Let's get that one out there for the people at home. All right. But secondly, you're not alone. When I go all around the country doing my financial wellbeing talks, I say to people, do you know what you've got, where it is and where you're going? And a lot of people are under, uh, uh, how can I put it? They feel mentally under the cosh because Completely. they're disorganised. Yep. Now, in this this sort of day and age of no paper or digital assets, you can still be disorganised, even mm. if it's not a big pile of papers. Yeah. But even though we're in the digital world, there's still lots of stuff keeps coming through my post box, and I'm sure it does with yours. Yeah. Now, if you think about older people, older people, not saying that they're not using the internet, but perhaps they're less internet savvy, or they've got a bigger back catalogue, if I can use that term, yeah. of stuff. Very rock and roll. Right. My father-in-law, Fred, bless him, who's 87, nearly 88, he, um, I said, bring all your stuff over. I want to have an audit. Ooh. Okay. I said, Get you. Yeah. I said, bring <laughs> it all over and I'll have a look. What I didn't realise was it was seven huge ring pull finders, great big things, about th- four inches. He said, oh, um, he was only staying for two days. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, uh, leave it on the side. I'll get through that. Well, he had stuff going back 22 years from when I gave him original advice on his pensions. Really? And I don't know why he was keeping all this stuff. And he mm. said, oh, there's probably a few bits there that you can get rid of. Well, I gave him back, I kid you not, I gave him back 12 pieces of paper. Well, sorry, rather 12 sections in one file and the mm. rest of it could just be shredded mm. or burnt. And uh, I gave it back to him. Apart from the fact that I lost the will to live doing it. But he said, oh, I feel so much better. I feel really organised. And so what did you do to sort of, what was... What was in those seven folders and what did you do to kind of turn it into well, basically, 12 bits? Basically, he didn't have a master list. I mean, okay. I did a master list from 23 years ago, but clearly okay. things have moved on. Companies and that would be bank accounts, Everything, policies, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, mortgages, yeah, so all credit I did cards. Was look, I just got a big piece of A3 paper, old-fashioned, yeah. first of all, mm-hmm. and I, I, I turned it into four uh, sections. Uh, bank accounts, yep. investments, legal stuff, and anything else that doesn't go into those buckets. Okay. okay. And all I did was I went down, and the beauty about having a big piece of A3 is you can actually just map it down in bits of, with a pencil and cross things through, and re- when you find that you've got a statement that you think is something separate, but it's actually the same thing from six years before. So you just wade through the paperwork, and basically you start working out the piles, and then eventually work out what you need to keep, what is just a statement that's seven or eight years old, mm. and eventually you start sort of working out the shredding pile and the keep pile. And then you just fill your A3 piece of paper to work out everything there. And then I sat down with my father-in-law and my mother-in-law and said, is there anything I'm missing? Yeah. Is there anything you haven't told me about that mm. you think should be on here? You know, just because you're getting older doesn't mean you're silly. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, you mm. often know that you've got things. And it turns out that one of his ISAs, he had two accounts. I had one down for a certain amount. And he mm. said, no, there's another one with another 16,000 in it which I hadn't asked him, I wouldn't know. So the very process of actually sitting down is very cathartic, actually. Yeah, I bet. Because not only did he get a slimmed down piece, a load of paperwork to go back with, yeah. I had a clear idea of what he had. He felt supported that I knew where everything was. Mm-hmm. 
And then I looked at it, and that's once I got clear what he had, I realized he was getting a quarter of a percent on a cash ISA. With the mm. same company, we got that increase to 1% just yeah. for a piece of paper. So getting organized is both an emotional uh, well-being, kind of feeling in control. Yeah. That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. Secondly, from a practical point of view, you can work out, first of all, what they've got and what the resources are, what the person's got, or if it's your own stuff, that you've, what you've got and <laughs> things that you've forgotten about. And then thirdly, it's the great basis on which you can then start to do perhaps changes or tweaks or tidying things up or merging accounts or closing things off or whatever. So, but it's people go online and they want to buy investments or they want to read in the paper about the newest this, that and the other or tax planning. But until mm. you get yourself financially organised, which means knowing what documents you've got, what data you've got, what dates matter, you can't move forward. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like planning a garden. Right? Okay. So let's say you haven't gone in your garden anywhere for the last six years. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look a mess, isn't it, right? Mm. And there's probably going to be, you know, sort of prehistoric animals somewhere in there, right? <laughs> Until you've got the garden sort of clear and cut back and tidy, you, yeah, can't, you can't think about... See. can't see the wood for the trees. Well, yeah, but you can't think about changing it or where you no. might put a, a... I mean, you might find as an area, once you cut the thickets back, there's a beautiful <clears> bit of sunlight comes in, which is a nice place for a chair, which you wouldn't have known unless you tidied the garden. Sure. So uh, I think it's the first stage in good planning, and whether it's helping older people or if you're an older person yourself and you want to make sure you're tidy and organised, is put some time aside, and I liken it to... Um, training for a marathon. Okay. It doesn't have to all be done in one sitting. You yeah. don't have to go and run a 10-mile run if you've never been to the gym for 10 years, okay? So start off with a brisk walk. So it's the same with your finances. Just deal with one... I know there are other more exciting things to do, right? Mm. right? You mm. might want to go out or have a drink or mm. do something at your job. I, I know people who are in complete denial about their finances and, and they'd mm. rather have their wisdom teeth extracted <laughs> than just work out their paperwork, right? Yeah. But here's the point. Just commit to doing a little bit each week and before you know it, you'll be tidy. Okay. And most importantly, you won't leave a mess for anyone else. Or if you're the one that's looking after someone's affairs, mm. you'll know where everything is. And you can make, you can make obviously, timely interventions when need be. And it's not going to be a complete and utter train wreck when you come to need to make decisions. And, and how far could, do you extend that? I mean, I'm just trying to think. So my dad has a folder which he calls Operation Sunset Hill, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of sits with the will yeah. in the drawer. Yeah. Uh, and it's all that sort of stuff because he's quite organised. Mm. Uh, so everything will be in there. But he's also put in things like, um, which is not quite financial, but sort of, you know, local people that they've got an account with or, you know, regular payments to different companies. And, you know, it, it's the full gamut, really. It's the sort of, if he gets run over by a bus tomorrow, mm. then we can pay the milkman. Mm. Or we know the milkman who gets paid. But you're, you're Is lucky that different? You're, no, 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 it's fine. It's 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 not just knowing what you've got and where it is. It's, it's also making it clear to anyone else, you know, things that they need to know of. Yeah. So, for instance, I have, again, the survival guide for my wife. Yeah. Um, and I've gone one step further. I've got a locum in place. I called him a locum. He's actually a financial advisor friend of mine. And he would step in and deal with the bits that I would have dealt with. But there's a manual for him which yeah. says where everything is, what to do with this, how I did this, what my thoughts were of that, where the share certificates for this, et cetera, et cetera. And... I think the point really is it's whatever you want it to be. Now, yeah. the vast majority of people, sadly, are not like your dad. No. Okay? The vast majority of people are like my father-in-law, who never throws anything away, mm. but it's not quite clear what he needs to keep. And if we had to go in, let's say there was a difficult situation and mm. he was you know, very seriously ill or passed away, how difficult is that going to be to try and organise and work out what he's got if either he can't tell me or he's not sure. here? So. It, in a way, it's kind of whether it's you're, you're overseeing someone 
Yeah. Getting organised means it's one less drama when yeah. you're needed, okay? But from their own point of view, if you're a person who is getting older, it's one less worry for you mm. that you know someone who cares about mm. you knows where everything mm. is. Oh, I think for him it's been a real... It's really cathartic for him because mm. he now knows that we know what he knows. <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the thing, you know, though, That's uh, really helpful. Yeah, and there's another issue here is that you, you've got to raise the issue about paperwork. Some people are very private mm. and uh, particularly older generations might have a certain view about not wanting people to know what they've got. But I think you can raise the issue and have a dialogue with, with family yeah. in a way which is not what I call disrespectful no. or um, dictatorial yeah. or prying. And some... Some people might still not want to get organised, and that's okay. Yeah. But, the, but if you're, you know, if you are that sort of 40, 50, 60 year old person who's thinking and looking after or, or overseeing mm. someone who's older, then you owe it to yourself to at least ask them to get organised. But here's the little takeaway okay. if you are responsible for someone else, mm. you've got to get organised yourself. So there's no point. Cobbler's <laughs> kids have got the worst shoes. Yes. So again, I go around talking about this. I have to be super organised. I have to be myself, I have to walk the talk. So the one way to raise it is you can say to mum and dad or auntie and uncle or, or whatever it is or brother or sister, whoever it is you're, you're keeping an eye on, and say, I've, I've had a lovely clear out. I've tidied up all my paperwork. I know where all my financial assets are. I've got all my documents organised. I just feel like a new person. And then you can Courage. just raise the issue. Oh, I know, I'm sure you've got it organised, mum, dad, auntie, uncle, etc. Yeah. And it's a nice way to lead into it. So uh, rather than just say, you know, where's all your assets and where are all your paperwork? Absolutely. I'm assuming, Jason, you can't come home with all of us to help us sort out our parents or even our own financial organisation. So on the basis that I can't organise myself, I'm not very well qualified, therefore, to organise my dad. And for other people like me, how, what do we do? Do we find somebody to help us? Do we do it ourselves? Or what do you think? It's like anything. If you've got things that you don't want to do mm. and if you've got the money to be able to hire someone else to do it, then I strongly recommend that certainly for the initial, what I call the initial paper cull or the tidying up, you can get someone in. And there are, if you just look online and, you know, people with credentials and recommendations online who can come in and almost be like a personal PA and go through your paperwork and tidy things up and work it down to the kind of a manageable pile of stuff yeah. and catalogue it all. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a lady in my village who who does sort of personal organisation mm. for people, sort of a PA type role. Mm. And she will come to people's houses and tidy things, paperwork up. And she does it mainly for businesses, but there's no reason why someone like that wouldn't do it for you personally. Here's another thing. Find someone in the family, perhaps someone who's come out of uni or someone who's in between jobs or mm. uh, someone who's um, uh, had a high-powered uh, organisation job who's perhaps mm. having some time off to have a family. They may be able to come around for a couple of hours for not a lot of money, okay. but 20, 30 pounds to come and help you get organised. There's always someone out there who knows, who, who's very organised and will do this and love it okay. and, and be very good use of money. And so what's brilliant is actually you don't need somebody who knows about finances. They need to be just good at organising. Yes, yes. Able to separate bits of paper. And anything and... they're not sure about, they yeah. should retain. It's quite clear what is yeah. rubbish and what isn't. Okay. And anything they're not sure about, they can put to an unsure about file. And sort of at least they can get it down, even if they just catalogue what you've got and okay. then get rid of anything and just put it into different <laughs> piles and sort of bundled it up so someone else with more knowledge perhaps can, can okay. look at it. And here's, here's an interesting thing. If you do take financial advice or go to a financial planner or a later life advisor or a equity release, they're mm. going to need to know what you've got. And the easier you can make it for them to know what you've got, the cheaper it's going to be to take the advice. What they don't want to do is wading through a box like I had with a client who sent us a tea chest 
before we could do any advice. He sent us a tea... I kid you not, it came by a courier, a tea chest that was so heavy, there were two men carried it in, and it represented 42 years of his financial life. And we charged him £6,000, can you believe it, to wade through this box of stuff. And it was so involved. And he said it was the best money he's ever spent because yeah. it was a weight off his mind. And he'd been, yeah. been, him and his wife had been walking around this box for years. <laughs> and But the very fact of yeah. giving it to us, that was one problem yeah. out of the way. And the fact was that when we gave him back a small file and everything else was catalogued or digitalized or scanned, he was really happy. Now, you don't need to spend 6,000, but spend a little bit of time and perhaps get someone in to help you. 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds might be the best money you ever spend. What do you think about all of these digital solutions? They seem to be more and more... So is it digital banks where you can upload your will and all your finances? What do you think about those? Yeah, I mean, yes, there are more and more what they call digital vaults. That's it. Um, some of them yeah. provided by financial advice firms, so you yep. might get that as part of the service if you sign up for a regular service. Okay. Others are, I mean, you can use Google Docs, can't you? Uh, yeah. Google um, Drive, iCloud. There's lots of these services now where you don't yeah. have to use anyone's complicated thing. Um, you can upload scans. I mean, I don't keep any copies of dividend vouchers or anything like that. If okay. it comes in as a PDF or a file, I just save it into my folder, add it into the spreadsheet. Mm. If it comes in as paper, I scan it, shred it, upload it, unless yeah. it's something I have to keep, obviously like a will or a lasting power of attorney, an original document I need to keep stored. That's a small number of documents kept in a heat-proof and fireproof box. Yeah, but you're a man with a spreadsheet, you see, so you're already way ahead of some of us. <laughs> but, uh, just remember, what did I say before? You start with an A3 sheet of paper. Okay. That's probably the first place to start. You might stick with the A3 sheet of paper yep. and just keep rewriting it until it's unintelligible and you start again. You don't have to use electronics. And in fact, I would always recommend that even if you've got digital records, have a printout, an old-fashioned printout, and keep mm. it with the rump of your papers together with the kind of what to do if I'm not here instructions. It's always good to have a list in paper form. Well, I have to say, I now feel extremely guilty about the very large pile of bits and bobs and unopened envelopes at home. Well, no, you're going to change that, aren't you? Here's the, here's the other thing, Annabelle. Not, don't say you should get your paperwork organised. Turn that around and say, I could get my paperwork okay. organised because that's a much more empowering way of thinking. I'm on it. Good stuff. Thank you very much, Jason. Uh, and that's it for this week's podcast, Age Space Money. If you've enjoyed this episode and it's been useful, please do rate and review us so more people can find us. You can listen and subscribe to Age Space Money on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find lots more information about some of the issues we've talked about and all the things we do at agespace.org. And there are more editions of the Age Space Money podcast about funding care, equity release, legal powers of attorney and making wills. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can join us next time. <laughs>